More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. We have got two major stories that I have to deal with. Number one, you have Facebook and Twitter that are now going after Donald Trump again. And now they're browbeating the companies and they're angry at the companies for even thinking about letting Donald Trump back on their platforms, even though they've just extended their bans on Donald Trump saying you should let this be a ban forever. Donald Trump's not going to change. He's a liar. I'm going to have that for you in just a moment. But before we get to that. There is more fallout from Dr. Fauci's emails. Now, a Stanford epidemiologist says Fauci's credibility is entirely shot. Now, Fauci has come under fire since these emails from 2020 were released. And this epidemiologist and professor at Stanford University said that Dr. Fauci's credibility is gone. After revelations from his emails show a reversal on the subject not only of mask wearing to prevent COVID-19, but also talking in private and warning people privately that the Wuhan lab is probably where COVID came from while saying the complete opposite on TV while Donald Trump was president. Now, Laura Ingram has what she refers to as her medicine cabinet. It is some of the smartest professors, infectious disease doctors, including this epidemiologist from Stanford University on her show to talk exactly about this. Now, this professor of medicine at Stanford said that at this point, it is impossible for the nation to trust Fauci. Take a listen. Over a year, it's hard to believe it, the Ingram Angle Medicine Cabinet, made up of some of the smartest scientific minds in the country, has provided invaluable insights into the COVID pandemic, often challenging the directives and assumptions made by none other than Dr. Fauci himself. I'm talking about masks, social distancing, the wisdom of vaccinating kids, uh, the preventative treatments that uh, we were talking about. But it wasn't until this week, with the release of thousands of Dr. Fauci emails, that others started to catch on to what we've been warning about all along, namely, 
how dangerous it is to give one unelected official so much power over U.S. policy during a crisis. Let's bring in some of those aforementioned members of our medicine cabinet. Dr. Jay Bhattacharya, Stanford University professor of medicine, Harvey Risch, Yale School of Public Health, epidemiology professor, and Dr. Peter McCullough, internist and cardiologist. Uh, gentlemen, um, let's, let's start uh, first with Dr. Risch, because you say that the lies and deceit revealed in these uh, emails can be essentially extrapolated to the doctor's rejection of the drug hydroxychloroquine. How, how costly could that smearing of that drug have been to us? Well, we know that the problems that were pointed out to as reasons not to use hydroxychloroquine were all fraudulent from the beginning of the campaign against it. And the point that, that I'm making in, in this is that if there's reason not to trust Dr. Fauci for the things that he said on lots of other reasons, then that's reasons to take what he said about hydroxychloroquine in, their, in the context not seriously because it's part and parcel of the campaign to delegitimize it in the first place. Hydroxychloroquine used with zinc, um, vitamin D, antibiotics, uh, aspirin or other uh, medications in a regimen as, as Dr. McCullough has outlined is good for prevention of, of bad outcomes in COVID on the order of at least three quarters to 75 to 85% or better. So we know that we're talking about 450, 500,000 lives that were lost unnecessarily. Stop um, right we had there. Studies published in so to be very clear, what this doctor is saying to the country is because Donald Trump touted hydroxychloroquine, because he actually took it himself, and many other doctors were prescribing it, and then states that knew nothing about it started banning you from writing this prescription, all because Donald Trump was talking about it. It could have cost three hundred and fifty to four hundred thousand plus lives, people that died because the media and because Dr. Fauci decided arbitrarily, not based in medicine, not based on science, that they were going to go against. Donald Trump and what Donald Trump had said. Remember, Donald Trump is not allowed to talk about a drug. There were people that actually refused to take hydroxychloroquine because Donald Trump talked about it, which is psycho. Then states came in and said, you can't prescribe this drug, which is also psycho. And what this doctor has said is because of all of this and because Dr. Fauci didn't talk about the actual medical science behind using hydroxychloroquine and the positive reactions from it, I would argue because clearly he hates Donald Trump as well, and you've seen that since Donald Trump's left office. He wanted to undermine Donald Trump before the election. He didn't want to work with him anymore. He certainly didn't want Donald Trump to be right that people died because of all this. Now, they're not done. Take a listen to what else they had to say about why this country not only cannot trust Dr. Fauci, but also how many people died because of his decisions. Our show treated hundreds of patients, uh, worked in collaboration with others, uh, just published his data showing that at high doses, not the meager dose, but high doses of hydroxy with azithromycin absolutely prevented uh, serious illness. And the percentage was phenomenally high. 
and this is a, another renowned um, uh, physician treating COVID patients. Well, Dr. Bhattacharya, one of Fauci's emails revealed his hypocrisy on the mask issue, but here's how he spun it. You modify and adjust your opinion. If we knew back then that a substantial amount of transmission was asymptomatic people, if we knew then that the data show that masks outside of a hospital setting are actually do work when we didn't know it then. Of course people would have done that. That's so obvious. Okay. <laughs> now I'm not a medical doctor, but that didn't make sense, Dr. Bhattacharya. Uh, he says he changes his mind when the facts change, but did the facts actually change on the kind of mask you buy in the store and COVID-19? if you're an asymptomatic person. Yeah, it really didn't change a ton. I mean, I think uh, it's, uh, he's been all over the place on masks. Uh, he, there's some emails you can find in the treasure trove of emails that have been released where he acknowledges that the, the virus is aerosolized. Well, the, the, the cloth masks that the people have been recommending, they're not very particularly effective against aerosolized vi you know, viruses. I, I don't really understand uh, his back and forth and his answer made absolutely no sense. Yeah, you should change your mind when the science changes. But what is that science that changed that convinced him that masks are the most effective way? Uh, in fact, like the, remember the CDC director, uh, Robert Redfield, said the masks were more effective than, than vaccines. And Dr. <laughs> Fauci did not contradict him when, when Dr. Scott Atlas said that, that that was nonsense, which it was. I, I mean, I think, he's, it's just, it, I, I think his credibility is entirely shot. No, and Dr. McCullough, he's also chastising states that haven't met his self-determined vaccine goals. Watch. If you have a very high percentage of people vaccinated, you're not going to see a substantial blip. What my concern is, is in those states in which you have relatively few compared to others, people vaccinated. When you're below 50 percent of the people being vaccinated, that's when you're going to have a problem. Dr. McCullough, now he's still essentially denying the reality of naturally acquired immunity, not factoring any of that in. And the possibility, as I think one or two of you might have said months ago, that we are very close to or perhaps in some parts of the country already have herd immunity. Correct? That's correct. I testified in the Texas Senate on March 10th that we are already at 80 percent herd immunity. I use standard CDC equations. And what we know is that patients who seek vaccination, that they have a less than 1% chance of coming in contact with COVID-19, even if they got placebo. We knew that from the registrational trials. And that was back when the ambient uh, density of the virus in the community was much higher. So it's impossible for the vaccine to make an impact on the epidemic curves. So if you listen to these two doctors, and they're doctors, doctors that know this stuff, what they're saying in synopsis is not only was Dr. Fauci wrong, Dr. Fauci's wrong a lot. And not only was he overstating the importance of masks, he also was overstating his knowledge on certain things like hydroxychloroquine just to undermine the president of the United States of America. That's what you need to know about the expert Dr. Fauci. 
And Dr. Fauci was telling the truth, apparently, in emails while lying to the public. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty show to start listening. More than a movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast. And this time with a lot more movies, I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies from the Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael to the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know... Okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let me remind you about Donald Trump and what Donald Trump was doing the entire time that Fauci and these others were undermining him. He was pushing Operation Warp Speed to save lives. He was pushing for the vaccine that people said they weren't going to take because Donald Trump was the one spearheading it that now Joe Biden takes credit for. Operation Warp Speed was created by Donald Trump. Look at the new attacks now that the media is doing. They're saying, well, it's 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 white men that are the threat to this country because they're refusing to get a vaccine. They're trying to kill you. Donald Trump supporters aren't getting the vaccine. I, it, it's the biggest load of crap ever. Donald Trump's the guy that gave us the vaccine. We're not anti-vaxxers. Now, do we ask questions? Yes. Are we blind sheep? No. Are we stupid? No. So on Saturday in North Carolina, former President Donald Trump had this to say, not only about the communist Chinese regime, he believes they should pay trillions of dollars in reparations, but he also wanted to talk about Fauci. Take a listen. Fauci has perhaps never been more wrong than when he denied the virus and where it came from. The time has come for America and the world to demand reparations and accountability from the Communist Party of China. 
We should all declare within one unified voice that China must pay. They must pay. The United States should immediately take steps to phase in a firm 100% tariff on all goods made in China. In addition, all nations should work together to present China a bill for a minimum of $10 trillion to compensate for the damage they've caused. And that's a very low number. The damage is far, far greater than that. As a first step, all countries should collectively cancel any debt they owe to China as a down payment on reparations. The nations of the world should no longer owe money to China. China's destroyed so many nations. I mean, we came out better than anybody. Our economy's stronger now than any other nation. Nobody's recovered like us because of what we've done, because we laid a great economic foundation and because of what we've done with the vaccine and the also what we've done with the distribution, the distribution of the vaccine. But China should owe money to the nations of the world. They've been destroyed. These nations have been destroyed. Sadly, the current administration is very timid and, frankly, corrupt when you look at all of the money that they've been given as a family by China, that instead of holding China accountable, the Biden administration shut down the U.S. government's investigation into the origins of the virus shortly after taking office. What's going on? Now, again, Donald Trump is making the point here that why is not only Fauci, but this administration protecting and defending China when China clearly lied to the world, allowed this to get out, did not actually warn the world the way they should have. And this damning science shows COVID-19 likely was engineered in a lab, which is now what the experts are saying. Let me just give you the new headline here from the New York Post. Damning science strongly suggests that COVID-19 is, in fact, a man-made monster optimized in a lab for maximum infection before hitting the outside to the catastrophic effects which we have seen. Two experts have confirmed this on Sunday. Writing an opinion piece for the Wall Street Journal, Dr. Stephen Quay and Richard Mueller pointed to two key pieces of evidence to support the claim, which has increasingly gained steam after long being derided as little more than speculation conspiracy theory, right? It was all about a conspiracy theory. You know, it's a conspiracy theory, and we won't let you post online if you ask any questions about the origin of COVID-19. If you believe that it didn't come from wet markets and bats, we will shut you down. You're not allowed to put that on social media. The media called it a conspiracy theory. They said it was a debunked conspiracy theory. That's their words. That's what they called it. Now we have more and more evidence from more and more doctors who are coming out going, just kidding. Our bad. Just kidding. We got it wrong, but they're not saying they got it wrong, right? They're not saying that Donald Trump was right way early on to say he was not convinced it came from a wet market. Back to these scientists for a second. Writing in the opinion piece for the journal, they point out that these evidence, the first piece relates to the nature of gain of function research in which microbiologists tweak a virus 
to alter its properties, such as making it more transmissible or more lethal. Of the 36 possible pairings that can produce two amino acids in a row, which result in boosting a virus lethally, the one most commonly used in gain-of-function research is CGG or, or CGG or double CGG. That's what the two men wrote in the journal. The insertion sequence of choice is the double CGG. The founder of the company that does therapeutics and Mueller, a former top scientist at the, at the Lawrence Berkeley National Laboratory, who now teaches physics at the University of California Berkeley campus. They say that's because it is readily available and convenient, and scientists have a great deal of experience inserting it. An additional advantage of the double CGG sequence compared to the other 35 possible choices, it creates a useful beacon that permits the scientists to track the insertion in the laboratory. The pair noted that the double CGG sequence has never been found naturally among the entire group of coronaviruses that include COV-2, which is what causes COVID-19. But in what Quay Mueller called a damning fact, it was in fact found in COVID-2, COV-2. Proponents of zoonotics origin must explain why the Norvell coronavirus, when it mutated or recombined, happened to pick its least favorite combination, the double CGG, they wrote. Why did it replicate the choice the lab's gain-of-function researchers would have made? In other words, they're saying this is man-made. At the minimum, this fact that the coronavirus, with all of its random possibilities, took the rare and unnatural combination used by human researchers implies that the leading theory for the origin of the coronavirus must be laboratory escape. Well, wait, hold on. I thought anyone that believed... This didn't come from a wet market. Was a conspiracy theorist. I thought we were all crazy. What happened here? I'm I'm curious, right? What what actually what 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 happened here? Where when did this change? Someone tell me. Because the media told us that if we believed that this came out of a lab, you would be shut down, silenced, and you were crazy. That's what they said. That's what they told us. Now, recently revealed emails from Dr. Fauci, the nation's leading infectious disease expert, quote-unquote, show that not only was he not convinced that it came from a wet market, but he actually warned as early as January 2020 that the virus may have been engineered, but he wouldn't say it in public because that would back up Donald Trump. In a Senate hearing last month, Fauci admitted that he couldn't be certain that the Wuhan Institute of Virology in China, the nation from which COVID-19 sprang in late 2019, didn't put a pre-pandemic $600,000 grant from the National Institute of Health, our dollars, towards gain-of-function research. Stated purpose, he said the grant was not for that, but it could have happened. So you've got a guy that's looking out for China's best interests. You've got a media that's looking out for China's best interests. You have a doctor that attacked anyone that told him anything different than what the Chinese communist propaganda wanted out there. And a media that said we can't have Donald Trump be right on whether it is 
hydroxychloroquine or on this issue of it coming from a lab being man-made you think any of them are going to apologize of course not I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my from this idea of what do, is that? Is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know. Okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. My question for the media now is how many people died because of the lies from Dr. Fauci? We now have been told from scientists who are coming out saying he was so wrong and he protected the Chinese Communist government. We don't know exactly why, but this damning science shows COVID-19 likely engineered in a lab. How many people died because Dr. Fauci got it so wrong? How many people died because he wouldn't say that hydroxychloroquine was not a bad thing, but a good thing? How many people died because the leftists in different states that said no to hydroxychloroquine for the only reason that Donald Trump was in favor of it? And if you don't think that the media did everything they could to undermine the president of the United States of America and anyone else that even mentioned the spreading and the leaking of this Chinese lab, then let me remind you what the media was saying. Senator Tom Cotton came out. Donald Trump came out. They were both saying it. Several others came out. And what were they saying? They were saying that the Wuhan lab is where we need to be looking. Stop believing the Chinese Communist government when they tell you this came from a wet market. We need to look at the other explanations, which we're now finding out. They were right. The media was wrong. So what did the media do? 
Here's the montage. The best evidence suggests that the kind of bat from which this virus jumped to humans wasn't even present there. But you know the worst of all, whether it came from the lab or came from the bats, or came, it all came from China. Because we don't know where the novel coronavirus came from yet, the conspiracy theories fill the void. I'm telling you, the Chi-Coms are trying to weaponize this thing. Here's Conservative talk show host Rush Limbaugh with zero proof suggesting a Chinese bioweapon lab is to blame. There's this question about the Wuhan lab. We know that it's been debunked. Those same agencies now have been tapped with investigating one of Trump world's most favorite conspiracy theories. This week, Donald Trump is still pushing the debunked bunkum, despite his own intelligence community's findings that that is simply not true. And there is simply no reason to believe that that is the case. There is no empirical evidence to verify that. Coming up with a conspiracy theory to try and foment xenophobia um, with respect to um, the Chinese has just as much factual support as taking Clorox. He can't just sit back and let the doctors and the scientists do their jobs. He's got to chime in. He may pick up the conspiracy theory that this was some weapon. People don't keep bats in captivity. Complete baloney. We don't need to invoke conspiracy theories. This is just another example of, of the president trying to change the narrative from his own failings. The problem for President Trump is that he's running for re-election, is looking for ways to deflect blame for uh, the performance of the administration. If you look at the evolution of the virus in bats and what's out there now, it's very, very strongly leaning towards this could not have been artificially or deliberately manipulated. So I wanted to ask, are you still confident that it developed naturally? No, actually, I, th that's the point that I said. No, I'm not convinced uh, about that. I think that we should continue to investigate what went on in China. It's amazing how long they kept this lie up, how long they silenced anyone that asked questions, how long they have continued to hold the line for the Chinese Communist propaganda and their government and how many people have died because of their propaganda they've been pushing and no one in the media is pointing the finger saying hey a lot of people died because of what dr fauci said a lot of people died because of what democrats said a lot of people died because of our government's refusal to admit the obvious so now what do you do well you just keep silencing conservative voices that start bringing these things up let me give you a great example CNN anchor, Chinese Communist News Network, CNN, said on his show, The Lead, that former President Donald Trump's lies are actually getting worse. Yeah, getting worse. And that Trump's two-year Facebook ban should be longer than that. Facebook is acknowledging, Tapper said, that Trump used its platform for harm. He incited now the deadly insurrection on January the 6th. Trump continued to spread lies and prompted death threats. Why give him a platform at all? Because when you get busted doing what they just did, and I just played you that montage, indisputable evidence that the media willfully put out communist Chinese propaganda just to get Trump out of office. Just to get him out of office. That's the only reason why they did it. And they're now saying we got to keep rid of we got to keep Trump out of office again. We got to silence him and we got to silence anyone else around him. We got to shut him down, folks. No matter what, we've got to shut him down. 
So Jake Tapper has on a, C- a Facebook executive, right? And starts browbeating him. Well, hold on a second. You guys are just going to ban him for two years? You shouldn't just ban him for two years. You should ban him forever because you know he's a liar. Because if we can silence Trump and we can silence every other conservative and we can make sure they don't have a platform to fight back against our propaganda just like we have done against Donald Trump, just like we did against his vaccine, just like we did against Operation Warp Speed, just like we did when we said that it had to come from a wet market and there's no way it could have come from the Wuhan lab and it couldn't have come from gang of function research and it couldn't have come from American tax dollars, 600,000 that went to the Wuhan lab. If we can silence all of those people that speak truth to power, facts to fiction, then we can keep dismantling this country. So that's why now they just use this as a distraction. Hey, Donald Trump, he can't he can't have a voice again. He's a liar. We've declared he's a liar, even though he was telling the truth on hydroxychloroquine. It could have saved 400,000 lives. He was telling the truth when he said he believed that he wasn't sure that China was telling the truth on the Wuhan lab. Oh, no, but remember, Chinese Communist News Network, CNN. Yeah, they'll carry they'll carry weight for the Chinese. Don't worry. And they'll tell Facebook they better ban him forever. Turning to our tech lead now, Facebook just this afternoon decided that former President Trump will be banned from the world's biggest social media platform for at least two more years in response to the Independent Oversight Board's ruling. His case will be revisited, Facebook says, in January 2023. That, of course, will be right as the 2024 presidential election is beginning to heat up. Let's get right to Nick Clegg. He's the vice president of global affairs and communications at Facebook. Nick, first of all, thanks for joining us. So Facebook is acknowledging that Trump used its platform for harm. He incited the deadly insurrection. Um, Trump continues to spread lies that prompt death threats. Um, Why give him your platform at all? Well, that's a legitimate question. Some people think that uh, Donald Trump should be able to use Facebook immediately again, uh, and others think he should never be able to use it at all. And as you know, social media companies have responded in somewhat different ways. Twitter have banned him permanently for life, irrespective of you know, future behavior. Google have said he will come back on YouTube when the conditions allow. And in a sense, what we've done in response to the comments we receive from the Independent Oversight Board is to stipulate what penalty we think should be applied to match the gravity of what happened in, in January. And we're applying the, the the most severe penalty that we have in the range of penalties now available to us under the new enforcement arrangements that we've published today. And we've also said very clearly that if um, Donald Trump or indeed anybody else in this position were to seek to repeat those violations again once back on, that we would then apply very swiftly new sanctions up to and including a permanent uh, removal. And of course, he, 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 you know, when it comes to the point in early 2023 when he's entitled to come back onto uh, Facebook, we'll obviously only do so if the conditions in terms of public safety, public order and so on uh, are, mm-hmm. are in place. So we feel we've put it, the right guardrails in place. We, we hope we've applied a sanction which we think is proportionate. Totally accept that some people will always, as, as ever, say it doesn't go too far or it goes too far. Right. Uh, um, but we hope we've done it in a way that is transparent and, and proportionate. Well, hold on, though. That's not enough, right? Because you've got to ban him forever. And that's the point Jake Tapper is going to make on behalf of the Chinese communist government. So I guess, Nick, I have a, do you if today, just today, Donald Trump is, is telling election lies today, not 
you know, back in January. Today he's doing that. Um, so I guess my question is, isn't the definition of insanity doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result? I mean, you know that when he returns, he's going to use his platform to tell lies, lies that have provably incited violence, not just violence, but an attack on the Capitol, and some, some consider it an attack on democracy. What kind of clues are you looking for? I mean, there's no indication that he's sure. getting any better. His lies are getting worse. He thinks he's going to be reinstated as president in, in August. I, I love the slandering here by CNN. The Chinese Communist News Network telling you, you know he's sick in the head. You know he's demented. You know he's deranged. He can't have a voice. You need to ban this person forever. He's a liar. We demand it. We demand it as a news organization that Donald Trump, the former president of the United States of America, never be allowed on social media ever again so that we can continue to control the narrative and what we want you to say or believe. We are the ones that can decide what you are told we are the ones that get to decide what is truthful. We are the ones that get to decide what propaganda from the Chinese Communist government we want to push. And we don't need people like Donald Trump out there undermining us. This is how hard they're willing to fight to shut each and every one of us up. This is how much propaganda they're willing to push to get us to be quiet. And I'll leave it at that. I want to remind you, please make sure you share this podcast with your family and friends. As we're talking about Facebook, they've still silenced us. We still are not in our account. So please help us by supporting our podcast and sharing this podcast with your family and friends. Use that little share button and share it right now. See you back here tomorrow. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.